Hello, and welcome to People Keep Dying, the podcast where we talk about how people die. I'm your host, Stephanie. And I'm Angela. And hopefully I did that intro right. But who cares if I didn't? It sounded right to me. It sounded right. Uh, So welcome back to our uh, podcast where we tell each other death stories. Stories of someone dies in every one of our story. But someone dies every day. Yeah. Well, lots of people die every day. Uh, Isn't it like once every three seconds or some shit? Yeah, I think so. Isn't it like... A baby's born every second, but then a person dies every three seconds. And that's the reason why it's like a problem because people aren't dying fast enough for how many people are being born. Yeah, well, it used to be. Apparently, we've now hit like uh, where now more people are dying than being born because isn't that good for right now? Yeah, it is. No, (laughs) it is really good. Uh, I'm not saying having babies is bad. I'm just saying that there is, you know an overpopulation problem in some areas yeah but we've also never really been faced with a situation where we're not growing yeah where we're declining um and not because of like some i feel like it's a social flag, consciousness you know I mean? too of, like yeah. i can't possibly give birth well knowing, that's why yeah social consciousness it's also like more women are becoming infertile yes uh and having birth babies later in life having babies later having in life, less children having because a, yeah. we don't need them on the farms anymore because yeah, we don't need to make our own baseball teams yes um, we don't need our babies to work um as soon as they're ready to walk just yeah. send them off to work we don't need them yeah. anymore we don't we don't now we're nurturers labor. No, yeah now we're like now uh, they say well that's until they're 25 25 35 now geez in some cases i mean uh, in korean culture you don't leave the house until you get married i so. mean uh, it's, you'll exactly. hear like i watch a lot of like korean um, variety shows and a lot of like really big pop stars or movie stars still live with their parents why not because th- like they're like if well, you're not a burden, my mom makes me food and exactly i come home and food's ready i'm not married so why not <laughs> like wow i didn't realize you're <laughs> if i liked my family and could live with them um i probably would just yeah. to not have to pay bills but uh, i own my own home now and i get to be the adult so fuck yeah. yes we did. <laughs> <laughs> then everything went to shit. Yeah, but still. All right. Nobody gives a shit. Cut all of this, Stephanie. Nobody gives <laughs> a crap about any of that. You uh, know. So we're going right into the murders because yeah. <laughs> you don't care about our lives. We No, that's not. Was, we stay at home a lot. Because I have nothing I have nothing to, to share. I don't do a lot of things. I try... I actively try to stay indoors as long as possible. There's a gym in the apartment building. I yeah. don't need to leave anymore. No, and I've been, I mean, I've been suffering from my concussion. And, and you celebrated your birthday. Yes, I did celebrate my birthday recently. Uh, it was really great. Angela threw me a birthday party and, and baked me a cake. It was an owl cake and it was fantastic. The icing was so good. Um, provided by a grocery store yeah provided by angela made with angela's love in a grocery store yes um but yeah that's really it uh my birthday was awesome i'm old now and but not uh, older than me not older than you (laughs) thank god we're the same age right now (laughs) just so you just Just for just for the next couple of months just for like two Um, months all right, so this week, uh, I have a little bit of a longer story. So people that prefer my voice over your voice, which is nobody. Uh, um, people that I've, prefer my voice. I looked at the analytics. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> people that like me. Um, 
sit down and enjoy because uh, we're about to we're about to get into it. So, uh, my story is on Peter Dupas. 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 I was just reading the story. Really? Yeah, I didn't read more into it because it was so long. It was so long that I was like, I don't want to. It is. It is. <laughs> long it is it was so crazy it was that was the reason go on okay so peter was born in sydney uh new south wales australia uh but his family moved to melbourne when he was a toddler and that's where he was raised and that's where the rest of the story takes place pretty much Mm so there we are uh so peter was a later in life child um kind of like how it is like with my family yeah Uh, so like his parents had like two children really close and then many 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 years later uh whoops there's a third baby i guess i was the same way too because i have a 12 year difference fuck yeah multi-year differences uh my parents my grandparents did the same thing with my uncle like uh my dad and his older brother are really close and then like 13 years later there's a little baby it was 17 years between my brother and i my brother and i are less than a year apart and then it's 17 years until my sister like it's yeah uh, i'm I'm eight and 12 so yeah yeah. uh so anyways despite growing up with siblings uh his elderly parents mostly raised him as an only child obviously uh and he was rather spoiled mostly by his mom um he had uh for the most part a pretty normal uh family upbringing uh although peter would later tell a psychologist that he found his mom to be overprotective and his father was a perfectionist that made him feel inadequate which is about as normal sounding as it could possibly get yeah if you're and, and it's like if that's all you're gonna complain about like oh my mom was a little overprotective and you know, my dad made me feel a little inadequate. People kill for like, less nowadays. Yeah, yeah. well, they, yeah. they sure do. Um, so, okay, so October 3rd, 1968, and little normal Peter goes and visits his next-door neighbor, and he asks her to borrow a knife so that he could peel some potatoes. Mm-hmm. And the lady was like, yeah, sure, come on in, because he's just this cute little blonde neighbor boy. And uh, she hands him the knife, and then all of a sudden, he just starts stabbing this woman. Um, Slashing at her face, her neck, her hands, and as she tried to fight him off, um, she was eventually able to get away and call the police, uh, and he was apprehended really quickly. When arrested, he said that he didn't know why he attacked this lady. He just couldn't help himself, which red flag. It was Satan. Red flag. Yeah, the the demon came... (laughs) and possessed that's him that's the defense yeah <laughs> it was Satan it's it's so disturbing when people say like I don't know what happened it just like it just happened it's always Satan um, that's what you say yeah yeah it works I mean it's what they used to say and then they started burning them at the stake and then people caught them pretty quickly then maybe they should stop, stop saying, saying that saying, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now oh, that this is how you're gonna people. handle it yeah uh, so um uh, where was I? La, la, la. Either way, he gets 18 months of probation because he was only 15 and a minor. Uh, and he gets admitted into the Laurendell Psychiatric Hospital for an evaluation. And before you start thinking, oh, man, this dude's going to get locked up forever because he's so fucking scary and crazy. No, no, no way. Uh, that's because our story is not going to end here. There's so much more information. Well, he to get shouldn't through. die. He gets released two weeks later two weeks that does sound about right though two weeks and then it's treated as an outpatient was it good behavior um 
No, it was just like, they were like, the conclusion was that he was caught in an emotional conflict between the need to conform to the expectations of his parents and the unconscious urges to express his aggression and his developing masculinity. Oh my gosh. It's like, he was just, you know, he was just having an emotional outburst uh, because he hit puberty. So he stabbed this woman. Sure. Sure. Uh, when I hit should... puberty, I stabbed a couple of people too. Listen, I didn't get it. When a boy stabs a woman because he's getting into puberty, that's not the time to be like, oh no, you're totally capable of being in society. That's when yeah. you lock them up, but it's the 80s. Or at least give boys them will be boys. more help. Yeah. More mental health. <sighs> but it's again there's it's obviously the some problems but or no it's not the 80s it's the 60s, 60s. It's so the that 70s. makes even more sense yeah so 70s they had more things to worry about yeah so <clears throat> the following year in early october uh, a mortuary was broken into and the bodies of two elderly women were mutilated with a pathologist knife at the time uh police believed that it was uh peter uh, and that he was involved or responsible somehow, but there wasn't enough evidence or anything to arrest him, and they couldn't really do anything. Yeah. Um, but, like, shit's... Like, he gets a little weird in October, November. The I don't know what goes on in that time, but he gets a little weird. Uh, so... Um, because they, I wrote, because they can't just arrest him for developing his masculinity, which apparently involves uh, mutilating women... But I guess props for him for for choosing an already of dead his power. Yeah, yeah. At um, least it was a dead person. Yeah, like I, I'll, I think that he was yeah. like playing out like some weird like he needed Fantasies. to finish it. Yeah, like he'd been fantasizing about it all fucking year, and now it was like, well, no, now I have to like finish stabbing these women, Jeez. and like because apparently like the stab wounds were very on one of them was very similar to the old lady, and then on the second. Uh, on the second body, spoiler, uh, those ended up being similar to a later Jeez. attack, which I thought was also really weird. Um, so uh, on March 10th, 1972, so I think f three or four years later, uh, Peter gets caught peeping through a bathroom window at a young naked woman, and uh, the husband had caught him and chased him down the street and had him arrested, and he was let go. Uh, the following year, Peter was brought into the station for questioning after someone reported that Peter was repeatedly driving along his car and smiling at the 12-year-old daughter in the back seat, which, what a fucking creep. Ew. Yeah. Uh, in November of the following year, Peter broke into a house where he then attacked a woman inside with a knife uh, before tying her up with a cord and raping her. He also threatened to harm her 18-month-old baby uh, when she started to arrest it, or when he she started resisting to make her more compliant. Ew. Yeah. Uh, the following night, uh, he breaks into two other homes, but those times he didn't attack the women. He stole money from the first house and then ran off when the second uh, at the second house when the wife said that her husband was going to be home soon. He was always like, well, I'm out of here. Uh, that should always be your answer. From that now should on. always be your answer. Yeah. Um, if not married, just say it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a few weeks later, the f uh, police were finally able to capture and arrest Peter for the rape and the home invasions, and uh, he was sentenced to nine years with a minimum of five years. And that's exactly what he did was the minimum, because... I don't understand how oh. you get so little time for 
all of the awful things he did. Yeah, and it's there's clearly a pattern. He clearly has a pattern. So he gets out on parole, and uh, this dude clearly had some anger issues and some problems with women. And the police officers and the judge in the previous case even said that like he was evil personified. And uh, so anyways, he gets out in five years and not even two months later, he goes and attacks and molests four women in separate attacks over the span of 10 days. Like just like goes nuts. Uh, So he gets another five years in prison for three charges of assault with the intent to rape and malicious wounding uh, with the intent to rob and indecent assault. And the courts were basically like, yeah, your release on parole was a mistake. Yes. Like, we shouldn't have let you out. And it's like, yeah. Like, fuck no you. No fucking shit. A mistake. Um, so, five years later, it's 1985, and Peter gets released from prison. And yep. not even a month later, Angela, not even a month, uh, Peter heads out for a night of terror at the beach. Yeah. Uh, this creep sat in his car with the lights off. And then when a woman finally walked by, he got out of his car followed her for a while before attacking her, holding her down on the ground at knife point and raped her. (sighs) Later, uh, when he got caught by the police, uh, he told the police that he was sorry for what happened. Yeah, right. No, he wasn't. Uh, And uh, that everyone was telling me that I'm okay now. I never thought that it was going to happen again. I only wanted to live a normal life. And it's like, no, that no, woman you fucking only didn't. wanted to live a yeah. normal life. If you wanted to live a normal life, you wouldn't have gone to the beach that day. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have sat in your car and yeah, waited for yeah. someone to walk by to be like, yep, that's good. That's the one I'm going to kill. Like, she wanted to go to the beach and, like, maybe smell some f- sea foam, not, like, uh, get raped and have to live with that trauma for the rest of her life. Like, thanks, asshole. Screw I, uh... you. Um, so this time, he's sentenced to 12 years in jail. But like the fucking court system is just a piece of trash. He gets released after seven years. No. And it's just like, they're not getting it. Like he's clearly, he can't even stay out of prison for like more than two months without attacking another woman. It's probably, you can't save him. No, no. He's beyond saving. So they let him out after the seven years. Oh, um now he's gonna make sure that he doesn't he yeah doesn't get caught yeah. he's murder everyone you don't get caught yeah uh for good behavior and it's like this guy is a fucking because there's no woman in the prison liar. so that's the reason why just, he has good behavior i'm glad that like yeah he just yeah that's good yeah yeah so in 1994 peter is out and about and he's wearing a large oversized dark hoodie and armed with a knife and some insulation tape and handcuffs and uh peter begins to follow a woman who is picnicking at the park with her friends and as she goes into the public toilet area he follows her in and attempts to hold her at knife point but her friends end up coming in and end up chasing him off good uh and as he's leaving and probably freaking out because it didn't go his way and he just got out of prison and uh all this different shit he crashes his car and then gets arrested again and then he's charged with false imprisonment and is sentenced to three years and nine months just fucking. and then two years later he gets released from prison for good behavior again yeah uh and it's just like stop fucking apologizing like don't apologize and say it was a mistake to let him out on parole if you're just going to keep letting this trash out on parole 
Uh, but while he was in jail, he got married to a nurse. Uh, oh my god! Named yeah. Grace McConnell. Who, what was wrong with her? Well, she believed that he that she could like save, save him. him. Okay. Uh, she like helped him understand all of his problems and why he was the way that he was. And now with his new wife, he believes that all of his sexual attacks are behind him, and he's better now. Mm-hmm. And it's just like why? Because now you're married, or you got a girlfriend, so now you can just ask for pussy instead of having to like rape he could and have take always it. done that well yeah he could have he yeah. wasn't a bad looking guy but it's yeah. just like this woman didn't know uh if like and this guy spent so many years in prison so many years in prison more like, time in prison than he's been alive yeah at this uh, point yes well not more time in prison than really? he's been alive because then you would more time no, sorry, in prison than he, not he's not in prison yeah, yeah that's what i yeah. meant sorry <laughs> um so yeah uh they also tried giving him a series of different drugs to reduce his sexual desires uh such as uh depropovera um which is a birth control for women if people didn't know that i used to be on it when my teens i didn't care for it it's like a shot you get and then like sometimes after a couple you get it like once every three or four months mm-hmm. and then, i had a friend who was on it i never got on any of the birth yeah. control pill stuff yeah. like it's it my was, hormones yeah. are already crazy i don't need it i'm sorry exactly uh well they give it to guys so that they'll stop raping women oh i don't uh, think it works so then it's just like well i know it does. does it work no it it has really yeah no i've Deborah never heard Rivera, of that uh they give it like they give it to men so that their sexual desires will go down that's crazy and it's just like and then you give them to women so they don't have it's can you give it the pedophiles? Like, can yeah, no, you? Yeah. Is that what you do now? Sometimes it's like a chemical castration. Oh, Deprovera. It's like a. It's not as an intense one. It's sort oh, of like okay. a more lighter one. But no, no, no it's that, chemical that's what they castration. Gave, like Jared from Subway. I have no idea. They probably something like it. I feel like they they would have oh, to. Okay. I wonder if you can ask for it because every once in a while you run yeah. to those people. Yeah, who, you're allowed yeah. to. You're allowed okay. to ask. You're like, yeah, you like without even being convicted, you could just go to your doctor and, and just, just be say, like, like, I have a feeling I am yeah. sort of attracted to kids. And I uh, would really prefer I, yeah. just just cut it. And a lot. Yeah. yeah some guys do do that. That's great for them. No. By all means. Great. Yeah. Um, I actually read a really interesting article, but the reason why he had gone in and done it was because he was molested when he was a child. Uh-huh. So he like he picked up. Yeah, yeah. He picked up on it. And I was like, I bet you if you weren't molested, you probably wouldn't have ever been attracted to children yeah like it's yeah but either way okay so on october 19th uh the body of 28 year old nicole amanda patterson is found in her home by a friend who uh had come over earlier that night or had come over for a dinner party and uh when the friend had walked into the house there was music playing uh but the door was unlocked and so she had sort of just let her in herself in as like i do that so with my friends. Um, and uh, when she walked into the house, she found Nicole naked from the waist down, riddled in stab wounds with both of her breasts uh, had been removed. Yep, I remember this. Uh, Nicole was a psychotherapist and a youth counselor and was working with young kids uh, to get them off the streets and off drugs. Mm-hmm. And she was just, she was so beautiful. Um, and she had so much like going for her. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I want everyone to say yeah. this if I ever get murdered. <laughs> <laughs> she was Just so beautiful lie. <laughs> and she was so wonderful i'm not saying that nicole yeah. wasn't all these things i'm just saying when, no if i get and murdered i yeah. want you to say these things about me. <laughs> uh, Just lie. yeah 
Just lie. Last time she was like, don't lie. But this week she's like, lie. Just lie. Just just fucking tell I've changed my mind. I I want people to say nice things about me. I'm a saint. Yeah. Uh, So when the police searched the scene, they found her skirt uh, nearby in uh, the bedroom. Uh, Little pieces of yellow tape on her skin and her purse was stolen. In her day planner, uh, it had stated that she had an appointment that morning at 9 o'clock with a new client named Malcolm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was a phone number attached. Neighbors said that they heard screams coming from the house between 9 and 9.30 that morning. Uh, and her boyfriend apparently had tried contacting her out throughout the day with no luck because they were supposed to get together uh, around lunchtime and didn't. Uh, so the police called the number uh, that's uh, for Malcolm and it's traced back to an Indian student named Harry. But then after they bring Harry in and question him, they're like, have you given your number out to anybody recently or anything suspicious? And Harry's like, well, I mean, not really, but um, there's this man that approached me recently mm-hmm. uh, to offer me some work. Uh, his name was Peter Dupass. And the police are like, hold on. And then they go over and pull up Peter's file. And it's like, this is and it. And his extensive rap sheet of like raping and stabbing and, you know, all this different stuff. And uh, they're like, this creepy yeah. guy. And like track him down and they arrest him. And when they finally or when they get him and they arrest him, he's got scratches on his face and his hands. Mm -hmm. And he claims that he had been working in the backyard on a shed and he had just cut himself on, on the wood. And it just looks like finger scratches. (laughs) It's crazy. And uh, the police were like, yeah, right. Uh, And the telephone records showed that police had, I'm sorry, the telephone records had showed that Peter had been in contact with Nicole several times over the previous six weeks, uh, trying to arrange counseling uh, for his depression and gambling addiction. But then he told police that he had canceled his appointment with Nicole that morning because apparently she told him that his problems were something that he needed to work through on his own, which highly fucking unlikely. That's not how psychotherapists work. No. That's, that is literally the complete opposite of what a psychotherapist does. Like, it's not a, you don't just go and I'm going to no. <laughs> I've done just, so many, so much therapy. There's, I, there's no way yeah, that this no. is what she said to him. Yeah. So hopefully I'm hoping that this ends with, and he goes to jail forever. Well, let's, Mm. let's hope um so the police searched his home and when they do that they find blood-stained clothing yellow tape similar to the one they found on nicole's body a ski mask newspaper clippings of the ad nicole put into the newspaper looking for new clients and the newspaper clippings of nicole's murder mm-hmm. on august 22nd 2000 peter is found guilty of murder and sentenced to life imprisonment this time without the possibility of parole mm-hmm. and everyone cheered ah, just except kidding. no while in prison they were able to get peter's dna which i mean i actually thought like why wouldn't they have had that before but yeah. maybe they just like didn't take people's dna but i mean like this dude was raping for years prior to but maybe they just started the dna thing i don't know but when they take him in through the prison they grab his dna they run that shit through their system and ding 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 they this they isn't get, his first time they get a hit So back in October of 1997, two years before Nicole's murder, but one year after he gets released from prison. Because it wasn't his first time. Yeah. The body of 40-year-old Margaret Josephine Mayer was found in a cardboard box containing miscellaneous computer parts. Uh, A post-mortem examination showed that she had a stab wound on her wrist, bruising along her neck, 
blunt force trauma caused from a cinder block above her head uh, sorry, above her right eyebrow and lacerations on her arm. Her left breast had also been removed and put into her mouth. Uh, and all they found on the crime scene was a black woolen glove, which they later ran for DNA. And uh, he uh, was found guilty. I wonder what it is about the breasts. That... Yeah, I don't know what it is about his breasts either. And like, why put it in her mouth? That's degrading but at the same time that maybe that's the point it's like yeah. if a woman decides to chop off some guy's penis and put it in his mouth it'd be very degrading yeah. and very awful yeah. but yeah i can Just see like, it's like why? i feel like it's a similar situation yeah. um so they arrest and charge peter with the murder of margaret and then the jury uh when the jury read aloud that they had found him guilty he protested by saying that this is a kangaroo court and had to be taken away uh like by the police because he was just so unruly uh he was given a second life sentence with the without the possibility of parole but But that's not all folks because on november 1st 1997, a month after Nicole's body was found, the body of another young woman was found, this time of 25-year-old Mercina Halvegas. Halvegas. Just say it with a lot of confidence, like you know what you're saying. Halvegas. Yeah. And uh, she was visiting her grandmother's grave and was reported missing when she didn't show up to her fiancés later that evening. Uh, Her body was then found, uh, discovered the following morning by the fiancé, in an empty plot three graves down from where Mercina's grandmother had been buried. And it's like, ah, that fucking sucks. Can you imagine like going and trying to find like Nick and then all of a sudden you just find him in an, in an open grave. And then I would just fall into an open grave and die. Yeah, and yeah. then we would be you, together. Yeah, you, you would. You, you would. <laughs> I would. I yeah. would. It's not even like a joke. Yeah. Like, that's no, how would. I would just die. So that'd be it. So police believe that Mercina was on her knees laying flowers at the grave when someone attacked her from behind and then stabbed her 87 times in her knees, neck, and breasts. Oh, my gosh. Unfortunately, uh, her murder had remained unsolved, uh, but the police were basically sure it was Peter, and here's some evidence against him. Uh, So firstly, Peter lives really close to the cemetery that this happened at, uh, and at least eight different witnesses say that they saw Peter walking through the cemetery that day. He apparently frequented the first and last hotel, which was across the street from the cemetery. Uh, He lied about the scratches on his face. Yeah. He attempted to alter his appearance after the attack, and he also sold his car, which uh, cops were never able to examine because it got crushed for scrap metal. So he was getting rid of evidence Mm -hmm. and changing up all of his shit. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until... Sorry, it was all circumstantial up until 2006 when a fellow inmate of Peter's tells police that Peter confessed to killing Mercina while they were gardening. Um, and then, so on September 26, 2006, police uh, arrest Peter for the murder of Messina Hal, Hal, Hal Vegas. Uh, and he gets convicted 22 days later with another life in prison without parole. Because at this point, they're just like, we're just going to fucking keep you in jail. We should have never let you out any of the previous times. But you never times. killed anyone. You didn't kill anyone. So we couldn't keep you in there yeah. forever. I mean, so even when wait. they do kill people, they don't keep them in there no. forever. So it's just like, 
whatever. But in the manner that he killed them, if he ha- he would have stayed in prison forever. Yeah. So that's what it, they're waiting for. They're waiting for him to kill. I'm glad that that's how the legal system now is. You have to make sure that they kill someone and ruin, like just take away their entire lives. And then we'll put you in prison forever. Yeah. But if you don't kill anyone, but we think that you're probably going to, we can't go through that. Yeah. Because we can't do anything until you do it. Because some people are very like, um, like some cops aren't, are going to see like anyone or their racial biases or personal biases. Yeah. So that happens too. Yeah. Um, So Fuckface Peter tries to appeal the conviction on the basis of the guilty verdict was unsafe and unsatisfactory. Uh, And the Victoria Court of Appeals granted the appeal, stating that the judge's directions in the original trial weren't adequate. So I I don't don't really know. But the judge fucked up, and so he got to appeal. I'm kind of mad that, like, the cops worked so hard on this case. They did such a great job. And then the judicial system fucked up more. Everyone. So the cops have to like sit around, do their job really well, and it's like, oh, and then they have we to go matter. do it all over again and continue to do it yeah. and continue to do it with this guy, and it's like, thanks. Yeah. So they go to court again, and then again on November nineteenth, after wasting everyone's time and money, mm. Peter is once again convicted of Marcina's murder and is sentenced to life imprisonment with again no possibility, no possibility of, parole. of parole. Good. Uh, however, the story is not over yet. So on February 13th, 1985, the mother of four, Helen McMahon, was beaten to death while sunbaking at Rye Back Beach. Peter was still serving one of his sentences at the time, but inquiries later revealed that he was on temporary leave from prison that day, and so he remains a suspect How in her murder. How did he get temporary leave? I have no idea. Like, who just goes, yeah, Furlough. you're in prison, but you just go get McDonald's yeah. for like an hour. It's all good. I don't know. And the body of 95-year-old Kathleen Downs was found stabbed to death at her nursing home. Police investigations revealed that Peter had called the nursing home before the murder took place, and Peter was officially charged with her murder on February 20, in February 2018. However, there hasn't really been a status update on that, so I but can't But he's in you. jail. Yeah, but at the time that this happened... He wasn't in jail. No, no, no. I mean, yeah. like, he's in jail yeah. so now. So now it's just, like, So now it's just, for, like, closure for yeah. all the rest of the families, but yeah. also to make sure don't fucking let him yeah. out, guys. No. He's uh, a bad guy. This guy, like, for me, this is a case where bring back the fucking death penalty. Yeah. He's not stopping. He didn't stop from the raping, and then he escalated to fucking murder, probably because he thought he was going to get away with that a little bit better than just a rape without and being victims. But no, because it was only like a couple of weeks. Oh, but or, I mean, like the other, the first one, he was able to get away with the first one, right? Like, um, no, the first one. Well, I mean, it depends on if, yes, yeah. he did get away with the first one. Because um, of furlough and then, because, yeah. Because they didn't uh, catch him. Because they didn't have his DNA yeah. from the glove. All they had was the glove. So, yeah, I guess you're right. He's also currently a a suspect in the murder of 31-year-old Renita Brunton, uh, who was found dead in the back room of her store with 106 stab wounds, uh, and that was in 1993. I feel like at that point, it's like, this is a um, Basically, if you have more than, like, 40 stab wounds, they think this guy did it. It was probably him, yeah. And I don't think a lot of people have the same affinity for murder in the same way that he does. No. 
but thank you for the story. I only read like Thanks. a little bit about it. And yeah. then I was like, this is really long. <laughs> yeah, no, it really was. Like when I was going through it, I was like, holy shit. Like there's still so, so much. But I was really intrigued by like, um, it said that he was known for like attacking breasts. Yeah, that uh, was but what really got it was me. just yeah. two girls that yeah. he did slice. The yeah, boob. but he did stab the breasts a lot for in another girl. I, there's another murder where someone had like a breast thing yeah i th- and i think i thought that it was that one with yeah. this one um but no uh but you found this one and it was crazy it was a crazy, crazy murder story. uh i think he did all of it and then some and uh there's probably a lot there's more probably people. more bodies out there if it has a stab wound i bet you it's peter mm-hmm. more than more than 10 peter peter stabber eater well thank you for your story <laughs> you're welcome mine's super short to um i guess like balance out your yeah. longer story my story actually really wasn't that long i must have just said it really quickly <laughs> also like it was a lot of information but yeah. it was just like very connected yeah. mine is um super short and very recent is in it recent? 2012 okay that's pretty seven years is pretty recent yeah i mean it's within yeah. we're still in the same decade i always think about it like because <laughs> i've been married to nick for almost 10 years so yeah. it's like whenever i'm like was it before or after nick and this was also like um local for me because this was oh. in la oh what man where's the korea stories <laughs> I, don't, I don't have one <laughs> so surprisingly because i did a couple of them but there's so many unsolved cases and i yeah. hate them uh, and then, see, i love unsolved cases. and then some of them don't have a lot of information because if you're looking at different countries it's yeah. so hard Not everything. it needs to be a big murder for them to be covering that shit yeah it's because unless it's in florida uh not every newspaper is gonna write about yeah. it yeah because florida has that rule where you have <laughs> yeah. to disclose it you, so n- you not that you have to just that you can yeah uh that newspapers can have access it's all public record yeah so uh, which i actually think is it makes smart, but, it makes but it makes florida look crazy <laughs> it does i wonder I'm like, if there's a I'm pretty podcast sure all the other just, states just florida of just like florida gator crimes. eatings oh my god crazy so I was going right to the murder because okay. it's not a lot of backstory. That's fine. Give give it to me. So on April 11th, 2012, electrical engineering students Ming Kyu and Ying Wu. So it's Ming and Ying. Okay. And Ming I will, and Ying. Okay. And Ming is a boy and Ying is a girl. Okay. It's just, I'm going to put so it out the there. X and the Y. Yeah. No, it's a W and a Y, but yeah. So we're hanging out a mile away from the USC campus, okay. which you may have heard of from the um, whole college scandal. Oh, yeah. I was just <laughs> talking about that. It is a very prestigious school, uh, just in funny. case. So at around 1 a.m., while sitting in their 2003 BMW. Ooh, rich kids. 2003 and 2012. That's not oh, okay, rich never kids. Mind, sorry. Yeah. I mean, um, it, it's still, BMWs are still nice cars. They noticed two men with guns approaching their car. And oh, when you shit. said rich kids, it's actually going to fall through in the later part of my story. Oh, they're not rich? No, but oh. um, it's going to be how they are portrayed in the media because uh, me is fucked up. Fuck off, media. So Why are you ruining everything? One witness, Hovana, or I think it's Hovani or Donez, I think um, he lived right in the apartments where this was happening, told the court that he was playing video games when he first heard what sounded like firecrackers. And I hear this a lot. I hear like a lot of cars 
like backfiring when when I'm at my dad's house. And I'm not 100% sure if they're gunshots. We do see a lot of helicopters and people running. But Mm -hmm. you never know. You never know. So he looked out the window and saw a silver BMW double parked in the middle of the road with hazard lights on. He then saw the driver door open and Ming attempting to exit out of the car. By the time Hovani made it outside, Ming had made his way to a nearby home and was lying underneath the porch, struggling to breathe as blood filled his mouth. Oh no, is he shot? Mm-hmm. Hovani- oh, where's Ying? Hovani called 911 and asked Ming if there had been anyone else in the car. Ming was unable to speak, responding with a nod and a low murmur. Hovani walked towards the car where he found Ying curled in field position with her knees pressed up to her chest, arms wrapped around her, and her head bowed down. Like, you know, you go earthquake mode. And um, Ying didn't respond when Hovani yelled at her through the driver's side door. Oh, no. Because she had a shot in her chest. Oh, no. It was raining heavily that day, which is very abnormal for L.A. Yeah. But when it rains, it fucking rains. Yeah. So the conditions for the crime scene was really difficult. And it was noted by an LAPD officer, the window on the driver's side of the car was shattered with bullets found near the passenger side, meaning that the shooter came only from the driver's side. Um, There was no bullet wounds found at the exterior of the passenger side door. Ming and Ying were both taken to California Hospital Medical Center, where they were both pronounced dead on arrival. Oh, my gosh. They were both international students studying abroad at USC in their prestigious electrical engineering program. Yeah. And the police traced the phone call taken by the perpetrators because it sounds like they stole their phones. Mm -hmm. And they were able... To, on May 18, 2012, they arrested Brian Barnes, 20 years old, and Javier Bolden, 19 years old. So these were kids, and they were fucked up kids. Yeah. Or still are fucked up kids, because like, not that long ago. The fact that they stole the phones is, like, a little, like... Dumb? Well, no, because th- that means that they would have reached into the car. Yeah. That's... <sighs> because, I mean, like, crazy. you hear the fireworks, I, I so right? Questions, like why like <laughs> it was just robbery there was no nothing else there was really? no connections between oh these two gosh. and then it turns out these two are giant dickheads because this isn't the first time he just shot at people oh fuck oh my gosh okay. they were both charged with two counts now of I'm murder mm-hmm. i mean i was already angry beforehand but i thought maybe there's like a like a drug thing like maybe they're picking yeah up like ming and ying or, were there yeah, to pick like, up drugs like, I, instead I of just like, in the neighborhood because they were just driving around i really wanted i really wanted there's not to, not to say that ming and ying deserved any of it but it was just like i really wanted it to not be the wrong place at the wrong yeah. time because it's, those are the scariest stories because you're always like that could be me yeah it's only 1 a.m it's actually not that late no you could just be in the wrong I'm neighborhood just, yeah, and someone's just sitting in my car and and someone comes up and shoots through my driver's windshield and then steals my car and or steals just a just a or not cell my car phones. but the yeah. cell phone like oh my gosh can you imagine like poor yang and like Oh my poor gosh. Ming. Okay. Yeah. Poor so Ming, poor Ying. Oh my God. They were both charged with two counts of murder. And it was at this time that they were also charged for attempted murder on December 2011. Cause I think they tried trace like the bullets Yeah. Uh, at a party in South Los Angeles. 
And in this December shooting, it left a woman seriously wounded and a man paralyzed. So this wasn't the first time they had used their guns. But that also wasn't the only time because Brian was also suspected of firing multiple shots at a party on February 12th where he wounded a 20-year-old man. He just They just liked like, shooting things. things. Like, oh, Jesus. Oh, just God, so, Brian. Just, like, just the worst. I'm like, why, guys? Why? But... It's it's a really rough neighborhood. USC yeah, is but, not in a good neighborhood, yeah. unfortunately. I mean, and that's just the lifestyle. America. Yeah, but that's just the lifestyle in like those rougher areas. I know, and it's just it's so so it's so no, it's wrong. At least they could both go to prison for good. life. Good. So on February twenty fifth, okay. two thousand fourteen. There's some good news. Brian pled guilty to two counts of murder and oh. was immediately sentenced to life in prison with no possibility of parole. Oh, did they? They must have just gotten him and he's like, just whatever. Okay, so he was like, I'm they, here. Yeah. I'm going to be it's here me. forever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, October 2014, because Javier didn't plead guilty, he was oh. also convicted and sentenced to life without parole. Oh, so he was like, it wasn't me. That's interesting. Probably, because like it's just, it, the, the time difference was so long and yeah. it didn't say Javier pled guilty it just said like he was you know charged and sentenced Mm -hmm. so due to the area surrounding the usc campus the parents of the two students filed a lawsuit against the campus because the area around the campus is a low income urban area with a historically high crime rate which is very weird like this university is in downtown la and it's right off the highway and it's kind of like you wouldn't expect it this prestigious ass school to be in such a kind of like a shiftier area mm-hmm. but it's just la is just like that but like can the school really be blamed for no. something that happens outside of school property that's why the lawsuit was dismissed uh. as judge michael johnson found no connection between a killing and the university's yeah. self-reported efforts to protect students yeah. usc's official statement was as follows In a gesture of sympathy and kindness, the university had initially offered to compensate the parents for the cost of their children's education and other expenses. Mm -hmm. The parents declined USC's offer and instead chose to engage an attorney to sue the university. The courts did not find the university responsible. Our university community continues to mourn the loss of Yingwu and Mingqiu. The USC Viterbi School of engineering created an on-campus memorial to two students and we posthumously awarded their degrees because like it's not usc's fault even though like because they're what their parents were trying to say that they misrepresented how safe the school atmosphere was but i'm like but it wasn't on campus it's a mile away you can't control what happens in situations outside of the campus kids to america america's not safe yeah it's i think there are warnings now you know and i've lived there my whole life and i haven't been shot but i definitely have seen lots of guns so i'm not saying but lots of people live in the states where they've never seen one it really depends on what kind of neighborhood you're in and yeah and what you see as normal like yeah and that's that's the big thing it's like what you grow up as with normal uh isn't someone else's normal so the u.s and uk media seem way more interested though on some of the online comments coming from china not all not even most just some of the trolling comments oh i could only imagine some of the trolly comments coming out of america yeah oh my god the uk daily mail ran a story basically saying 
Yingwu Mingqiu murdered in BMW. Some in China blame USC grad students for showing off their wealth. Oh my god, it was a 2003 BM- we we deal with international students what? in this city a lot. There's no way those rich international students are driving a 2003 BMW in 2012. No. First of all, uh, no, not in 2019. They most certainly are not. Doesn't matter how yeah. rich you are, you're not to be blamed because you're rich yeah, to be you murdered. Don't, you don't get to say, "Oh my God." UK Daily Mail said so they ran a story with the headline: "They were showing off their wealth." unsympathetic chinese media says two usc students murdered in luxury bmw were killed because of their car doubling oh. down the daily mail claimed that chinese news sites were not sympathetic to the murders but did not provide any examples to back up any assertions of this this was just like they why got does a couple canada need to or why does china need to be uh like the UK have to say anything about like what's going what, on in China. Why do they need to th- the murder happened in the US? Yeah, but, but yeah, it was, it was so, China. They were Chinese immigration. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, but it's international just like, students. But, but why is the UK yeah, saying is, anything about this? Like, why is our trash tabloid saying anything about yeah. all of this? Mind your own shit. So none of these comments were associated with any official news channels in China. Even China wasn't blaming them because. No. They lost like two very bright students mm-hmm. and people from their own country who are going to do like way better for their country and themselves and everything. Like, come on. They weren't murdered for being in the B. Well, maybe they were murdered for being in the B. Or BMW, maybe they're murdered like, because they were just in a car. A 10 year old car. And yeah. is no, is not a luxury. No, in any sort. I mean, to some people, that is. A luxury, it is, but, but uh, in no. in this instance of trying to blame it on money is ridiculous. Because <laughs> I'm just like when I read oh it, I was just gosh. like, "Are you for reals?" <sighs> I hate the media. Yeah, I, the media there, coverage. There is are certain so things crazy. that we should say in every episode of our podcast, and that is, uh, the money is more important than human People. life, always. Uh, and uh, the media fucking sucks when it comes to handling anything. Yeah. <laughs> every once in a while, you get like the Boston Globe who does great research work. Yeah, and then sometimes there's too many outlets that are trying to act like they are real news, mm-hmm. and they're just regurgitating. Mm-hmm. news that they read from actual news sites because, and they make up parts of the story it's, oh, it's so frustrating so frustrating and you know what it's probably because i do a lot more research now that yeah. i get so much more frustrated with yes. it because like i don't like want to go and read 10 articles that basically say all of the same thing yeah. except for one piece of detail and then you're just like well who's fucking telling the truth about this one piece and then of one detail? piece of detail where did that even come from yeah. so that's so why i watch a lot of videos from people because then at least you can't really screw that one as yeah. much i don't know but in fact friends state ying and ming lived a simple life during their nearly two-year study at usc in order that's to keep so their living expenses down they both shared rooms with other classmates mm-hmm. so that was my story it was very Aww. short but it was very sad i remember it breaks my heart when it happened because i was still in school and i was i don't know if i was i think i got married i don't even remember where i got married <laughs> no we got married oh, after no. but anyways like i always keep news of like in um about like la area stuff and usc i had a lot of friends who yeah. either taught there or went to school there and so it was just like holy crap what's going on yeah that's i wish that did they like say why they killed them no 
That Police me speculated off. it was just a robbery. Yeah. And it probably was just a robbery, but it just Did they steal seemed, anything other than the cell phones? They didn't say. Oh. It could, drove Gosh. me crazy. Because I read like three articles and then after that there's like just a whole bunch of like smaller websites all to talk about it all the yeah. Same stuff yeah <laughs> which is probably what i really like about murderpedia because like they, they keep all of it in track yeah, yeah they're not gonna keep posting the same stuff but i always they, find the weirdest murders and then i can't find them murderpedia articles yeah. or if the murderpedia article is really long i'll be like i don't want to go through all of them <laughs> all right well Great researcher guys. thanks so much for that story i no actually problem. really as you gave me like no info but i i'm so you don't I'm, need info to know no. that media was trash about media it was trash and those two boys are fuck those boys god all right, guys. Well, uh, that was a really great episode. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, make sure you leave us a review uh, on any of the podcast platforms that you're listening to us on. You can catch us on most things, uh, on most social media, rather. Uh, people Keep Dying. You can send us an email at peoplekeepdying at gmail.com and give us a story. And try or... not to die by next week for yes. our next episode. We hope you're still around next week. Yeah, bye. Bye.